propelled the business forward to unexpected places and dizzying heights. Despite her youth, she made few mistakes and had an instinct that proved her right every time. She had had the respect and admiration of her colleagues and competitors for years. Olivia was an icon in the business world. And when Olivia went to work at the factory full-time, at 18, straight out of high school, three years after Ansel died, her visions had transformed the local hardware business into something her mother and surely he had never dreamed of. Her mother was running it then, Ansel was gone, and Olivia convinced her mother to add low-cost furniture with simple modern designs, not just the basic ordinary items the factory had sold until then. Olivia had added a fresh look in the excitement of youth. She brought a new design aspect at low prices to their merchandise. They bought bathroom fixtures from foreign suppliers, modern kitchen cabinetry and appliances. Within a short time, they were as well known for their innovative international designs as the reliability of their products at astoundingly reasonable rates. Olivia used volume to their advantage and kept their prices lower than anyone else's. Her mother had been worried about it at first, but time had proven Olivia right. Her instincts had been flawless. Fifty-one years later, at sixty-nine, Olivia Grayson had created an empire that had reached around the world, and an industry that no one could compete with, although many tried. By the time she was twenty-five, Olivia had become a legend, and the factory along with her, with its reputation for creative designs for anything for the home, from tools to kitchens and furniture, at rock-bottom cost. There was nothing for the home you couldn't buy at the factory, and she traveled constantly to find new suppliers, products, and designs. Her empire was still growing, and her reputation along with it. Remarkably, there was nothing harsh in her face as she sat in the familiar chair at the board meeting, flanked by her sons on either side. Both had joined the business fresh out of business school in Philip's case, and after getting a Master of Fine Arts and Graphic Design in John's. Olivia's mother had long since retired. The factory was a product of Olivia's genius, and the enormous fortune she had made from it was her legacy to her children. She had worked a lifetime for what she'd built. Olivia was the embodiment of the American dream. Although she wielded enormous power and her eyes were sharp, there was something gentle about her face. She was a woman everyone took seriously, yet she was quick to laugh. A discreet woman, she knew when to speak, and she listened carefully to fresh ideas, which then spurred her on to new creations. And even now she was always seeking to stretch the factory into additional places and to greater heights than it had ever been before. She didn't rest on her laurels, and her passion and main interest was continuing to make her business grow. She still had the same excitement about it she'd had in her youth. There were six members of the board, in addition to Olivia and her two sons, Philip and John. She was the chairman and CEO, and Philip was the CFO. He had his father's steady head for finance and had come to the company from Harvard Business School after he earned his MBA with honors. He was a quiet person, more like his father than his mother. Each of her sons had inherited a facet of her abilities, but neither combined them as a whole. John, 
her third-born child, was head of creative and design. John was an artist and had studied fine arts at Yale. Painting was his first love, but devotion to his mother had driven him into the business at an early age. Olivia had always known that with his artistic sense and training in design, he had much to offer them. He was more gregarious than his older brother and resembled his mother in many ways, although the money side of the business was a mystery to him. He lived for aesthetics and the beauty he saw in the world, and he still spent all his free time painting on weekends. He was an artist above all. At 46, Philip was as serious and solid as his father had been. Philip's father, Joe, had been an accountant and had helped Olivia run the business quietly from behind the scenes. Philip had inherited his financial accuracy and reliability, and none of his mother's creative spirit and fire.